contains explicit language and content that is not suitable for children. Go clean your fucking room. Hello and welcome to Failures and Fakes episode 20. I'm your host, Cooper Nichols, and I'll be your Fuckleberry. And I'm joined by Kyle Schultz. I'm not your Fuckleberry. TJ Nichols. Time! <laughs> is, that en- is that enough? Uh, not. It's nothing. That's nothing. Um, hi, I, 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 I'm me. I'm also joined by Parker Schultz. Uh, boy, it's me, your boy. What's up, boy? I'm just sitting here, boy. I'm a chair, <laughs> boy. Yeah, boy. Uh, yeah, boy. Uh, do you think anybody would, like, ever want to listen to this garbage? <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> Yeah, boy. Um, you 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 have that pepper jack poop? No, boy. I haven't had pepper jack in like a week, there, boy. This isn't a super fun topic, but we haven't talked about band stuff in a while, and I've been wondering. I've been wondering about this. How the fuck do bands make money? You like, don't like without going <laughs> unless you're huge. We with, didn't without going into spreadsheet detail. Um, <laughs> I, I have a great, I have a great reason, but go ahead and finish your question. So is it, is it like merch? Is that what you live off of is selling merch? Merch is huge. Yeah. Cause like record sales don't matter that much. Do they? They don't no, matter no. unless you, you are money from that. selling thousands of records. Would you guys have seen money though? We did once. Yeah. We got $25 yeah, but that's, each one. But that's not. <laughs> That's not artist royalty. So there's a difference in they split your royalty checkup into into different into different categories. There's songwriter loyal, royalties, and then there's Loralty? I know loyalties. loyalty loyalty loyalty. That's right. And then there's <laughs> artist royalties. So the label only has uh, rights to your artist loyalty. Damn it! Only has rights to your artist royalties, and that's like the fact that you're in the band. And that you played the music in the recording, um, but like all the all like the songwriters and stuff out there that just like write big pop songs, they get money for that for every kind of the same way that artists do. It's just not as big of a cut. I think it's like twenty five percent or something of the cut is is Would that, that. Be under and then it's publishing. Uh, it might sure. be under publishing. I can't remember. But any money that we've received has been because of those songwriter loyalty. Ro- Damn it. This is terrible. Songwriter royalties and not our artist royalties because our artist royalties are all tied up in our recoupable expenses, which is more or less what an advance is, is when you sign to a label and they give you 10 grand and then you're like, cool. Well, and then you never see any artist royalties because they take them all. We'd never get songwriter royalties anymore either. No, but what? It has to it has to reach a threshold. Oh. Has to reach some sort of that, threshold of like twenty five dollars or something to see it. So that tells you how much people are buying our shit. You want the tea? Yes. Okay. I got my mug ready. So here's what happens: you spend like five hundred dollars just getting across the country if you are in North Idaho just to get to the first date of your first of the tour. Right? It's always far away. On top of that, you've already spent however many hundreds or thousands of dollars on just getting merch for the tour. So you're already way fucking behind. 
Like, yeah, because you have to pay so much in advance, right? Yeah. So, like, merged. you can't even catch up until, like, the second week if you're not selling, like, a f- like $500 to $800 in merch every single night. Is that about average? Our guarantees were averaging, like, no. 100 to 200 yeah. for shows. The biggest, like, guarantees that we would get for festivals. So, when you'd play Germany or we would play, like, Christian festivals or whatever, we would get bigger <laughs> guarantees, like, 500 to to $1,000. Yeah. But that's where we got like the majority of our money. But you also have to think, oh, we're running out of this stuff uh, for merch. Like, oh, we're running out of hoodies or we're running yeah. out of this tea. And these seem to be really. Or popular. we're running out a large of this shirt and everyone seems to buy only larges. That was so yeah. annoying. Yeah. So, and you can't really like, there's no like definite, like definite thing of what's actually going to sell. Yeah. Because every venue you go to, people are going to have different tastes. So, like, one venue you're going to sell six or seven of the same shirt the next day you'll you won't sell that at all yeah like so yeah. the biggest thing was like hustling so like getting people to your merch table and like basically forcing them to buy something our cds we paid like five dollars for them we were selling them for ten dollars so we only made 50 percent profit on our cds and like that is the biggest thing is gas and then your merch costs so you're making a bigger amount of money off of your merch but if you're not selling it then you're just in debt to the merch company and we were a lot of the time really like the last tour that we did with norma jean we had that random big ass order of like ten thousand dollars and i don't know if it's even like i'm pretty sure it's paid off now but like I think so it's just like uh, we were stupid and like stupid decisions were made so we had fucked up yeah like we could have gotten paid we could have gotten ahead but we weren't financially like like Kyle was doing the books every night and like doing all the numbers and like seeing where we were, but we weren't making financially smart decisions as a band and as individuals to be able to actually get some fucking money out of this. So like thinking about that, it just makes me think like the biggest reason to make, I, I guess the biggest draw of being a band, like you have to basically use your music as advertising for everything else. Cause you can't make money off of your music alone. You're making money off of merch no, sales. Not unless you're selling a shit ton. Yeah. Yeah. But think about like, we spent like, I don't know what record it was or what music video, but we spent like, was it like $5,000 or something like stupid? Holy shit. I don't know. Like there, I don't think I was paying attention. There was <laughs> so much money in just Facebook ads yeah, we never saw like anything from that. We got maybe yeah, maybe, maybe total like, we spent that much, but that was over the course of three years. So yeah, but that's insane. That's a lot for a small band. It's a lot, and like we never received any of that money from Solid State. Like we were never reimbursed any of that money. Like yeah. it was all, uh, whatever. I think Dawson was like taking out some of his student loans or something, and then also like taking from the band like stuff that we could have pocketed yeah. was going it was constantly going back into the band in stupid ways like there was never like a financially stable source or like decisions being made ever yeah it was all just so you guys were it was chaos in the red yeah, yeah pretty much i mean there was like one or two times for a, yeah but the for only a minute and we yeah. were able to tour is because your parents funded part of it yeah. sometimes like if something happened they were always there to pick up the pieces if we needed them to. Yeah. Kyle? Yeah. They would stock our they would stock our trailer with like three hundred dollars worth of food before we left every tour and do stuff like that. They'd just make a big Costco run and then we'd have a bunch of food. So that was nice. And then like they more or less gave us their cargo trailer 
So uh, yeah, so I mean, there's a thousand dollars right there. Uh, yeah, there was just my the trailer. Yeah, my parents wouldn't. It was way more than a thousand dollars. That's what they were going to sell it to Dawson for. Was a thousand. Yeah, but if you would have sold that to not your son, to not your family, <laughs> that would have been like yeah, at least like, like two thousand, right? Yeah, maybe I don't think five, so, but definitely worth a thousand yeah, now. What'd you sell it for, or what did they sell it to the na- the your neighbor? I think he sold it to like thirteen or something Held like that. It. Yeah, because it was fucking beating the shit up. Do you want to talk about like? The repercussions of like what coronavirus is doing to the music industry, I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah, definitely. Like bands can't tour right now. Yeah. So they're kind of all fucked. And then like for the future, people aren't going to be able to tour. No. Like people have said, like the governor of California has straight up said, like, I, I don't see any sort of live events happening for the rest of the year. Yeah. So I I just don't know as a band, like how you can be... Like you can't get your name out there because you're not going on like supporting tours for bigger bands. Mm-hmm. Like if you could even get on those. Yeah. But I wonder what it like the landscape is going to look like in a year or two. Like people are still not going to be going to shows regularly like they used to because they're all going to be afraid to be in public around a thousand other people standing like on top of you like dick to butt. Yeah. You know. Like what is that gonna look it's like? It's nuts artist? to butt, not dick to butt. Nuts to butt, yeah, because my nuts my nuts butt. like stick out further than my dick do. <laughs> well, nuts to butt. That's the expression. <laughs> I don't care what you say. It's the expression. The positive of being in a band right now, as opposed to like owning like a cafe or something like that, is that what? I was just gonna say the positive is that you can work at your job and actually make money. <laughs> 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 for when you can go lose money again <laughs> maybe if you can work for- I, I would think i would think a bunch of bands would come out with like some actually decent music yeah like in the next year it's like wow they actually spent some time on this because they could not do anything else if they have their gear at home but if they don't they're fucked no you can send it off though like think about bigger pop artists well yeah they're fine they're probably writing stuff at home sending off like yeah. and yeah. stuff to they're good at that and what were you gonna say, Cooper? A positive? Now, yeah, now's a not a good time to be in a band. Now's not the worst, or I guess being in a band right now is not the worst spot you could be in. No, because like being a musician doesn't really have any like running costs. Like you're not paying rent for a bar or a brewery. Like a lot of small businesses are going to be shutting down because they still have to pay rent. They still have to pay for their fucking refrigerators to keep running. All that shit. And with no income, that's going to kill them. But at least with a band, like you don't have those extreme costs necessarily. I mean, I, I don't know what costs would be there, but you just lose money when you go on tour most of the time. So, <laughs> yep, we did. You're actually saving money by not touring. That's not common. I can't imagine it is. Uh, it's really small. I think it's kind of common, but it's just not as bad. Yeah. Well, how many bands? How many bands are at least as big as we are? Like ninety five percent of them. I don't know. 95% of bands are as big as TOC? No way. Maybe 20. Maybe. Like, we didn't have, like, a a ginormous, like, internet presence in general. Like, our followers were fairly small. I mean, for us, it was big, but in, like, the landscape of, like, or... I keep, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep saying landscape. But in, like, the, the masses of bands that there are, there were a ton more that are more successful and... Yeah. You know, like we were very small. Yeah. I mean, compared to the 
like big players, but then like DIY kids and like garage bands are looking at bands like TOC and saying that's where they want to be in two or three years. Yeah, if you're like a starting out local band, then it looks cool. But if you look at bands like Beep, I mean, I know they're not super into it, but like they've been doing that shit for so long and still nobody listens to them. There's a lot of bands yeah, I guess that have been going for a long time and just can't gain traction. You always have to write music that people like. <laughs> But it's not just that, though. <laughs> a lot of it. But it's also having good marketing. Yeah. Good marketing. Yeah. And being able to timing. sell yourselves. Well, you have having to be able to... appearances. The marketing. You have to be able to read the name. Yeah. <laughs> That's helpful. <laughs> Although all these huge, like, death grind bands that, like, are just, like ink splattered on a wall. Yeah. Somehow people read that shit. Oh, that's recognizable. I noticed that. It's I'm, like when you go to like, a psychologist and they're like, here's an ink stain. What do you think this is? Like a uh, sex? That's a weenus. <laughs> I saw a couple memes where like, it was just like, like literally like branches just thrown on top of each other yeah. or shit. <laughs> and, and then someone's like, oh, the good names are always taken. <laughs> <laughs> or the, like scratch to piss metal. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Scratch to piss metal? Met- Metal that's been scratched to piss. Yeah, oh, yeah scratched yeah, yeah. a lot. <laughs> scratched to piss. Scratch, <laughs> scratch my peepee to piss. <laughs> I like scratch. It's like a scratch and sniff. Yeah, scratch. But it's a little different. <laughs> scratch to smell. Uh, scratch to smell it. Yeah, that's how, that's how it goes. But no, another way that bands make money, and I want you guys because I really can remember one was was tipping bands. So like. At every merch table, you would always have like a tip box that people could, you know, whatever. Put they want to leave you some money. Put their tip in. So, but bands would always be, I don't know if creative is the right word. They'd always try to get you to put money in there by having some sort of stupid saying. And the only one that I can remember, but I'm sure you guys remember more, is don't be a fuck boy, drop a buck boy. and i I want to remember what other ones are does anyone remember what other people put for their tip their tip jar quote or uh quotes or whatever i always thought it's like gas money generic yeah a lot well the cool thing about that is a lot of the time you would have like the merch like the tour merch guy like that was his money you know i think the worst were like the bands that would be like no this is our money like we're like we're not splitting this with you you're still gonna get like your day rate so shitty yeah, because like they spend all that time like working for that. Yeah, I mean they probably work as hard as anybody else, right? I I never yeah I never pocketed any tip. Merch table is hard. I mean I would know. I spent so much time out, <laughs> <laughs> which is why I didn't spend very much time out there because I was like I don't like this. Like this is yeah. a lot of work. Yeah, and was I that was that sarcasm, Tyler? What? Did, I'm sure you did pocket tip. Are you, or were you being sarcastic? No, I don't think I did. Maybe I did oh. pocket tip. Yeah, he pockets tip, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm pretty. I probably did like one or two times just to like buy like alcohol or something at a venue. Twinkies, Twinkies. You talked about your little Debbie adventures or whatever. No, that was different. That was the change jar or hostess or. Do you guys want to go back to talk? I want. I'm interested in what you guys think about how bands are affected right now. I feel like there's not going to be as much music release because they won't be able to tour off of it. That's what I was thinking too. Like, why would you release a record right now? Because you're not going to be able to make any money off. Yeah, and I don't think labels are going to. I think a day to remember pushed back their record. Yeah, I mean, a lot of games are being pushed back. Movies, like, there's a lot that's just being stalled right now. Whether because they can't work on it or just because you can't go to the theater to see whatever film's coming out. 
Oh yeah. Twenty One Pilots released a uh, quarantine themed song. <laughs> yeah, it's really switch. good. Really smart because they probably actually make decent money off their streams. Mm-hmm. Well, with the volume they get, yeah, yeah, I'm sure they get something out of it. Yeah, it probably just depends on the size of your band. You I think s- right now is like just the best time to just write music. It's a, if you're yeah. an artist. It's good free time. Like it's good just like spend a month doing one thing or whatever if you can. Yeah, like I mean, if you can live off of your your merch, like your online merch sales. Yeah, and then you're like streaming and stuff. And that's a that's big awesome. thing too. Is a lot of these a lot of the bigger bands like when you're small, you have to pry money out of people. Yeah, but when you're big, people just throw, throw it, it at you. So. I know that there's this weird like discrepancy between like the even the prices of merch with bands. Like you look at Deftones T-shirts are like forty bucks. Damn. But then you go to like a smaller like metal show or something. Those are still twenty bucks. Yep. Like they have been for yeah, because like, demand years. Yeah, it's it's interesting because like these bands are doing less volume and making less money on each individual sale. Mm-hmm. So they're making exponentially less than these huge bands that are able to like pimp their shit that but much better people aren't going to pay 40 dollars for a shirt for a smaller band no that they're not about right <laughs> yeah they're not getting gooshy over it yeah if you don't, you're not gooshing they're not going to pay but that makes it a real struggle like you're not doing the volume of streaming you're not doing the, the struggle is real did you guys even sell any cds like towards the end once streaming was getting really big Oh yeah, we still sold CDs because we would normally do a combo. We do a twenty-five dollars shirt and CD combo, and people really like that. Yeah, that was like the biggest thing is to just upsell with a bundle, buy a shirt and a CD, twenty-five bucks. You get yeah. if we're cheaper, we could like put it on our sound sound scan, sound scan, can sound sound scan. I've seen a lot of bands like just like blasting their merch right now, like oh everything's thirty percent off. Yeah. We're just trying like tour merch. I feel so bad for bands that like had just tours ordered. canceled. Yeah. And they just got in like 10,000 shirts for their tour dates or whatever. That's got to be a really shitty situation. Yeah, that sucks. End. But if you're like Ariana Grande, you're fine. Yeah. Like you're probably hardly affected. Like this is a really good time for you to just relax and like rest your voice or like work on music. Yeah. It's just those smaller bands that are like dependent on it. Mm-hmm. Like if they're just big. And that's, and that's how many, that's, that's what percentage of bands. I don't know. 95. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like almost every single band is like not big enough to to make that work for themselves. There's no way that bands that are, unless they're giant and they're almost a household name, there's no way they're going to be able to, like August Burns Red probably won't be able to afford to do this for that long. Oh yeah, they will. You don't oh, yeah. think so? They just released a record. I don't think they're... I don't think so. Yes, they did. They did. Oh, did they? They yeah. just released it, yeah. Oh, I just know there were They're fine. Yeah, they're, they're all, fine. They're all rich farm boys. They're probably still living off of their messenger money. Yeah, and they're probably selling yeah, they could be. merch right now. Yeah. The new merch for the new record. I'm sure they are. And all the bundle deals, like the $100 with wall flag and all that shit. But they do other shit, too. Like, Matt yeah. Reiner does his drumming classes and... yeah. Stuff I've like seen a that. lot of that too. A lot, like everybody I follow on Instagram is doing a class, even like, if it's like not even related to what they normally are known for. Jake Lur started a reaction YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, but just as a musician, like a smaller band or just like a niche band, like you have to outsource your income. Yeah. Regardless, like if if you don't have a day job, then you're working on something like graphic design or something that's involved in creativity. But like you're still working on something else. To supplement your income in some yeah, way. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Like, 
So I think like the smaller bands are going to be fine. Like they still have their jobs. Yeah. You know, like okay. unless that's they're just fair. stupid that's fair. and just so they quit their job right before Corona happened. Well, that's it. Like there's there's that threshold, right? Where you're like, okay, I'm going to quit my day job because this is taking off and then fuck, right? So there's definitely going to be that category of bands, but they could probably, well, they probably can't just find a job. But that's probably a small right percentage now. of people. That is probably a small percentage. I'll give you that. Yeah. Do you remember okay. when we went, uh, when we were in Ohio and we went to like a coffee shop and it was like, I think it was a bass player for Fit for a King. I feel like I wasn't there. I don't, I don't remember that. I don't know. We went there and I was like, wait, you still have a day job? Like your band is doing really well. It was only like five years ago. And like Fit for a King had put out like two records already. They had blown up from their first record. Yeah. They were doing extremely well. And like they still all had other jobs outside of the band. Is this when you told me that like the best thing to do if you're in a band is have a job where you're a manager? Yeah. And just like go nuts at that job so that you have a bunch of like they love you. So then mm-hmm. you just be like, I'm leaving, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. And they're like, okay, that's yeah. fine because you're valuable. Yeah. We can't afford to lose you. So we're going to let you do what you want. Yeah. Kyle, what were you doing while you guys were touring? What job were you? Doing? Oh, I was always work, working construction. You were still doing construction then? Yeah. It's, I've only, that's, that's why I've, that's why I started working construction is because it was the easiest thing for me to do. Yeah. And actually, that's not why I started. I started because my dad was like, hey, you have a job tomorrow. Go. <laughs> um hell yeah but uh french at at what's her butt's house on the lake that's right what's her butt i remember that that's where you started right yeah i started it started there and i was i dug like all summer and i compacted dirt all summer it was dumb but uh (laughs) no i just i just worked construction and then i would go on tour and or record or whatever and then i come back and i'd keep working yeah that's what i did but if coronavirus had happened six years ago while you guys were still in the band, like you guys would have been fine. Yeah, we would have all had jobs. Yeah, we would have we would all been living at yeah, our parents' house. Yeah, I would probably well, be but, working currently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we still worked at Super One, we'd be at work right now. Yeah, yep. and it'd be hell. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Would. Actually, I think it's pretty calm. Is maybe probably. more calm in the grocery stores now. Every now, time I've gone, it's been it pretty is. chill. Yesterday was really busy. Because no. everybody got their Trump money. Super oh, yeah. One was packed. Yeah. Liquor store was The Trump bucks or whatever it is. <laughs> Trump bucks. I think that's what I heard it called. Yeah. Because he has his name on the check, right? You guys heard about that? Yeah, that's illegal. <laughs> oh, no way it does. Yeah, it's yeah, funny. It has, yeah, <laughs> if you actually get a physical, physical check, it actually, it's actually signed by Trump. Yeah. Some of the shit he does. I'm just like, that's why? Right. It's from the IRS. Yeah. I, I, have, a, I have a story about... about uh, a duck. About the money thing, kind of. Yeah. So I would use, I, I used to, and, and Parker said it, that's what reminded me of it. He was like, you know, if you're, if you're a small band, then like, you don't, no one ever buys shit from you because no one cares. And then if you're a huge band, then they throw money at you. So, you know, you always like plug your merch during your set. And, and uh, the thing that I would always say would be, all right, this is the part of the program where I convince you to throw money at us. <laughs> I never. And heard I this. said that for like. You I, never I, heard I, I, it. I, no, I meant your buds in. I I said this like for a whole tour once, and then like near the end of the tour, all of a sudden I start get like like during the middle of a song I start getting like pelted with change. <laughs> <laughs> like what is going on? Like what what did I say to have? Oh, that's right. And then and then people start like throwing dollar bills, and so like during the middle of the like set I'm just like picking up money and putting it into my pocket. 
Mm-hmm. It looks. Nice. It probably looks so petty. Who cares? Like dollar bills it. and quarters. I was just grabbing them off I'm the ground. I'm gonna chicken with this shit. Have we talked about food? <laughs> oh, extensively. Like <laughs> how much we spent on food? No, not how much you spent. I can't imagine it was much. It was a bit. Uh, it was quite a bit. Uh, Extravagant. Do was... you know how much Kyle eats? Okay, yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's like a $50 McDonald's order right there, Kyle. I remember when Kyle and Courtney first got married, and she said, my paycheck basically goes to fund Kyle's stomach. <laughs> I could definitely see that. Kyle pays the rest of the bills, but I pay for him to eat. <laughs> no, when you, guys, when, you, when you guys were coming over to our house... That, not terribly long ago, but mom was always like, I don't know how I'm going to feed Kyle and Parker. Because, <laughs> like, you both ate a lot, but Kyle, you especially. I remember, like, going over to your guys' house, and you would eat, like, three servings of dinner, and then, like, a sleeve of Ritz, and then you'd, like, grab a thing of yogurt and just, like, glorp it down your throat hole. <laughs> glorp. <laughs> glorp. What is wrong with this monster? <laughs> Glorp. I would have used that in a sentence from now on. Oh, glorp it down my throat hole. That is beautiful. What's up? Yeah, oh, you know, not much, man. I'm just glorping down some yogurt, boy. <laughs> so what it's was, terrible. What was like the? Do you still eat that much, Kyle? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, okay, I eat. <laughs> yeah. When, when I go to, when I work. I eat, I make myself two like McMuffins, sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffins uh, McMuff. in the morning. I, we have like this, we have the like a little, one of those McMuffin makers or whatever. I don't They're know. McMuffs, Kyle. <laughs> Call them McMuffs. That's what they are. McMuffs. McMuff pots. Yeah. One of those McDonald's McMuff makers. <laughs> <laughs> McMuff makers. Anyway, it's not McDonald's, obviously. Guys, but I'll anyway, be back. I'm so I eat, Muff I eat two of those in the morning, right? <laughs> Yes. I eat those and then by like 9:30 I'm like shit, I'm starving. Cuz you ate. So then I have to wait till noon to eat lunch. I eat my lunch and I'm like, okay, that was that was okay. And then I get home at 4 and I'm like, I'm starving. And then I'll eat like a snack and then Courtney will make dinner and then I'll eat dinner and then Depending on the day, sometimes I'll eat after dinner, too, if I'm hungry enough. So, yeah, I eat a shit ton, and I'm getting fat. <laughs> Have you tried eating breakfast before, Kyle? I don't want to. But it, it might. sounds terrible. It, the, probably the reason you get so hungry is because you eat breakfast. That's what I've noticed, is if I eat breakfast, mm-hmm. I get super hungry, like a couple hours later. There's no way, there's no way that I'm going to not eat breakfast and you not train your body. be hungry. To get used to it. I didn't eat until two hours ago, except for a couple cinnamon rolls. Waffles. Oh, I did have waffles. Never mind. I've just had carbs and sugar today. Yeah, me too. Welcome. I I gotta eat. I I gotta (laughs) eat. So what was like the average daily spending on food? Because you guys, you guys ate oh, a lot of fast food, right? Is this is this yeah. when I ask? Is this when you ask me to find it, and then I sh- I, I I find it, and then we go? Yeah, up. you, you have that dig. recorded. If you want to dig a little bit, yeah, you can dig, yeah, dude. I have that. I have all that stuff. Excavate um, me, Dad. So probably in the beginning was the cheapest because Kyle was hyper focused on grocery shopping. Yeah, yeah. So you guys want to go like more like in the late like 2015 or something? And look at those. Yeah, at the end because at okay. the end. Like we, the handmade tour. Let's do the handmade tour and see what that looks like. Basically just did fast food. Yeah. So it was a like a gradual decline. Kyle was it like was mostly shopping. just dinner fast food though. Yeah. I don't know. 
But then we got more snacks. We bought more at the store too. Was that because you guys were just bored of cooking? Yeah. It just wasn't really practical. Yeah. Probably not worth the savings to have to. No, everything tasted gross and it just took so long. It was too hot. All right. So on our handmade tour, which went from, uh, which went from, what is that? June 11th to July 4th. We spent $760 (laughs) on food. You spent how much? $760. For 20 days? That's for, yeah, like 20 days. That's less than I would think, actually. It's not bad. Let's see another one. You have transactions in there or no, Kyle? He has like I know I don't I don't have I don't have any separated. He scanned McDonald's receipts into there. <laughs> oh God, the aftermath tour. Let's see on this one. So this was the two monther, right? From September sixteenth, I guess it was a month and a half, to uh October twenty eighth. We spent oh see now this is where it gets bad. We spent twenty one sixty on nice. food. Holy shit. We ate so no, because we had decided like we were done at that point, so we we're just like, yeah, fuck yeah, Whataburger, McDonald's, Denny's, fuck yeah. Just, yeah, we went to town on the food. I still feel like that's not all that much. Two thousand dollars well, for five days. It's also too. It was we were more buying food for three people because Dawson didn't really eat much, and you know, like he got his own stuff. Oh, okay, so we were the ones that ate. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, because I used to spend all my personal money on food. Mm-hmm. I didn't want anything that Kyle well part of it was I didn't want anything Kyle would buy and then part of it was I can't get in the trailer to make food yeah so I'm just gonna have to just figure it out yeah okay we're gonna eat McDonald's for a week straight does not sound fun I feel I no it, it was fun well after you play a show it's like yeah fast food please yes we used to get sushi <laughs> we would play oh, yeah. the pin we would walk up to the mall Get sushi from that shitty little restaurant because it'll be like fifty percent off after eight. Oh, the one on, on oh, the nice. basement, the bottom. Mm-hmm. That I, that place isn't bad. No, it's good if you go early in the day, but after it's been like oh, going on that conveyor right. belt for eight <laughs> hours, it's not the best. But we would oh. just bring we would bring sushi into the pin. Wait, just, like, like their, hide in a corner. I like, and, like your popcorn shrimp. Oh, I've never. That's had. what I always grabbed when I went there. I only went there like twice, but I was like, I'm just gonna wait for the popcorn shrimp. We would literally just go up to the conveyor and just grab like the first 10 things to cross no. to, to pass by and then just walk back to the pen and like stuff our faces on the way there we would get there and we would like go crouch by our gear and just like devour but that's a we good idea but we weren't touring like it, it still wasn't cheap even if if it's half off sushi like it's still sushi yeah yeah if we did that while we were tour- like if we tried touring or anything you go well, broke in a week. we usually went out after it was playing after. local shows too yeah yeah we or, got, like, before we would go to Taco Bell. Yeah. We got dicks a couple times. Well, because you don't want to, you don't, like, even if you're playing a local show, you don't want to go home and cook at midnight. Hell no. No. Like, especially when you have to worry about, I don't, yeah, it's just not, that's not an appealing concept to me. I would never want to cook on the road. So Unless I had, like, a bus with, like, a little kitchenette or something. That's no way. Yeah. But yeah, otherwise. but still, it's so small when you have Kyle around. Like, Kyle takes up a lot of space. I love you, Kyle, but you're. It's oh not yeah, your I'm size. fat. A bus wouldn't have mattered. It's Kyle, not you your are size. Like it's your. It's just a Kyle thing. Kyle's a man of volume. No, it's, that's so weird. So I just went through all that. I went through all the tours and looked at all the food. 
we only ever spent like that 2160 or whatever. That was only, oh God, the aftermath. So we must have went to fucking town. All the other ones, do you know was like why? 500 or we less. We were done. We, we didn't care. Done. We didn't give a fuck. We used to, because remember that whole tour, like every night we'd be like, okay, where are we going to eat tonight? Like every single night we were like, okay, oh, we're, or we're going to go to Wendy's. Now order everything. Yeah. Because usually we didn't eat. We didn't eat anything before then. We would like have snacks and stuff, and then yeah. at like yeah. midnight, that's when you'd. Well, you guys wouldn't, yeah, yeah, bulk yeah. Isn't that weird though? We we were actually really good about it until the very last tour. That's <laughs> that's like surprisingly, like yeah, we hardly spent any money on food. It looked like I used to eat like I would have a bag of spinach, and then I would have tuna, and then some cheese. That was like my main thing. That sounds like a bad time. It's so Ew. good though. <laughs> it's Ew. just like tuna salad, tuna greens. Gross. It's healthy, right? Oh yeah, Getting for sure. All that mercury, yeah. All that sodium, <laughs> yeah. Mercury, get yeah, those deadly tunes. metals. Yeah, because when we were on tour, it was after the whatever that thing happened, where like all the oil, the oil spill or whatever. Oh, yeah. I was getting all that good stuff. Kyle, I saw your ultrasound photos. Oh, uh, Parker showed them to you. Yeah, actually, do you want to talk about this, Parker? Yeah, I talked to him about it earlier. Oh, you did? Yeah, Courtney. and Courtney, Courtney noticed it, like, right away. It was so weird. Oh, show, you need I'll to see you. the picture, but... Is there a visible peen? Just oh, No. Kyle's baby has, like, such a big dick. It's, well, like, three quarters. I think, it's taking up the whole thing. So my theory is it's the placenta. Wait, is this concerning? It is the placenta. It is? Parker, I was yeah. right. Uh, yeah, I asked I him. I ain't never I right. asked him. He said, yeah, I think it is. Uh, well, I'm... Earlier. What are we supposed to be... finding this out. But, your Kyle, your baby looks like... It has a head on top of like, and it, like the neck is stuffed in a beer bottle. Yeah, and there's like a little worm with scary teeth facing it. <laughs> yeah, that's the placenta. What the placenta is made out of a worm with you scary see, teeth? <laughs> you see the you see the eyes and the nose and the mouth and the giant chin. Yeah, isn't it weird? Yeah. It's oh, so baby's what's fucking what? weird, dude. That whole situation. Kyle, do you want to tell us about your experience? Yeah, sure. What do you want to know? Well, you're good at story time. About, so I want to know about, about your experience. Yeah, talk about going and getting an ultrasound. Like, what did it make you feel? Talk about your feelings. My first feeling was, okay, I'm at work. It's nine o'clock or nine thirty. Okay, I got to go because our appointment's at ten. <laughs> way back. Way, way back. Okay. <laughs> way back. Take a bit. No, there's, there's there's a reason why I'm going way way back. Okay. Right. Okay. Way back. And Corey's like. It might actually be at 10.15, but I want to get there a little early. I'm like, okay, so I'll leave at 9.30. And the, the lady at our last appointment was like, if you get here early, we might be able to get you in early, and then we can have a little bit more time during the ultrasound. And I'm like, okay, that sounds good. So I leave at 9.30. I get there, you know, like 9.45, you know, so we're a half hour early. I'm like, wow, it's, it's early. Courtney, because she's like a freaking child on Christmas morning, <laughs> had already been there for an hour. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. In the parking lot. Damn. And we go in. I wonder if there's a baby under my womb tree. <laughs> Actually, no. First, first, she tells me the story, okay? She tells me the story about this old couple that's like walking by and they both have masks on. And she hears the old guy go, I don't know what I have to do this. This is fucking stupid. And he's like, <laughs> they're like in their 70s. And then, the, and then the lady's like, I know it's fucking stupid, but we, we made a deal. To what? Have a baby at 70? <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of different medical offices in that building. I don't know which one they came out of. It's not just the OBGYN. Anyway, so so she tells me that story. So I'm, I'm like thinking about that and laughing about that. We get up there and, you know, we check in or whatever. And we have to wear a mask and hand sanitizer up the ass. And then um, <laughs> really up the ass. Actually, they had to pump it up our ass 
with like a freaking like a like a plunger. Um, and uh, we sit in the chair, and then like like four other people come in, and they all check in, <laughs> and then they all get called into the back. You didn't just use the pump on the and sanitizer bottle bottle. I guess you could do that, but yeah. they they were a lot more uh, thorough and effective with the plunger. Oh, anyway, so. So like four people come in and then four people get called in to like do their appointment. And then, so I'm like making a joke, right? I'm like, oh, how, how did it go again? How did it go again? Shit. I don't know. Uh, what, how, what did the old people say? Why? why oh, this is, yeah. Why yeah. This? So yeah. So this is fucking stupid. Right. So I'm like, I'm like telling court, like, like when someone gets called back, I'm like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and then I think that the lady at the counter heard me one of the times and she like, she like looks at Courtney and goes, Hey Courtney, so I don't know if you know this, but your appointment's at 1045. <laughs> and I'm like, what the we got here an hour early? <laughs> and for Courtney, it was And she was hour. here already an hour before that? So that that was kind of like the, the my first feeling was like, why am I here so early? And then kind of jumping forward when I got back to work. I told one of my coworkers this. He's like, yeah, my wife does it to me all the time, so I'm not late. I'm like, fuck. Is that what this is going to be now? <laughs> like, yeah, we got to meet at 10, and we actually made it at 11. This is going to be I mean, stupid. So anyway. You are late all the time. Am I? Yeah. I'm not okay. like, maybe, I mean, you're not late for work, but like stuff that's more relaxed. You are late fairly often. Yeah. And if it's if it's like, hey, I'll meet you there at 5. It's like 530. I'm like, oh, I'm here now. Yeah. <laughs> If it's not a big deal, that's called really being fashionably late. Anyway, so that's kind of back, going back for it. But during the during the actual ultrasound, it was more just like I was amazed at what they can do and what they can see, and then also at like how it looks so grainy to me. And they're like, "Oh yeah, that's the uh, that's the right atrium of the heart, and there's the uh, the bicuspid valve, and there's the the pulmonary artery." And I'm just like, "How do you know what is? It's like." You can't see shit. Like, what are, you, what are you talking about? So that was pretty cool. But they go through the, like the entire anatomy of the of the baby, and they they just check everything and make sure like it has like all these like like easily visible brain parts and all its all its appendages and its kidneys and stomach and diaphragm and like they go through a bunch of stuff. So it was just really cool to like see how they do all that. And then the fact that like you could see the baby moving and stuff, that's always cool. And like it would like s- like hit itself in the head and then like suck its thumb and it was just cool. Oh that's so, child. It was just cool. It was just it was just really novel, I guess. <laughs> it was it was cute. It was very cute. You don't do it anymore. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Yeah, because you like mess up. Yeah, Courtney got on me about that. Yeah. She she didn't like it when I did that. So Paul. I wonder why. I know do that, no mo. Now you just hit your head, but in a different way, right? Of that giant dick just walking around and just slams into anything, waving around. Uh, well, how did how did Courtney deal with all of that? She would she would like because you know like a lot of it's just like like inside the baby like it's anatomy, so it's like it just looks like you're looking at like a cross section of a human. Mm-hmm. So it's whatever, right? Well, it's what you haven't seen a picture of someone's spine before. It's not a big deal. You just look at that. It's not a big deal. It's just like. A lot of it's that, right? But then, like, when you would see, like, one of those clear pictures where, like, you can see it's, like, head and stuff, she would go, oh, it's so cute. And then she would, like, start laughing. And then it would get all blurry because she's, like, laughing and her stomach's moving up and down. <laughs> so she was, like, trying not to laugh and, like, like be excited. But she was so freaking excited. So it was kind of funny to watch her do that, too. Oh, that's so That's cute. really cute. <laughs> yeah. Fucking adorable. Yeah, it was pretty cute. Was it, like, a... Did it feel like a milestone to you guys? Uh... Mm, 
No, not really a milestone. Probably maybe for Courtney, she's just a little more concerned and she wants the reassurance knowing everything's fine. I sure um, I would be a wreck. So it was it was probably it was probably more like reassuring and uh stress release for her. And then for me it was just really cool to see and I'm excited to do the next one in like what is it like two months or something like that. Let's make sure you get there a couple hours early. Oh, oh when you said is the it- next one I was like another baby <laughs> Is this the ultrasound where you find out the sex, Kyle? Or no? Yeah, so so we have an envelope, and it has a picture of the genitalia or something. I don't know. What? Oh, my God. Wait, they don't just say male or female. They say they just make you figure it out by looking yeah. at its wiener. Good luck with this picture. I guess not. I thought they would just like put like it in an envelope and then, yeah, like male or female and then. But what if you can't tell? But no, she just printed out a picture and then pointed and she said she like put in because she couldn't like kind of like do like some Did she Photoshop so it on the, the ultrasound picture and then she put like an arrow at where the genitalia was. So we have to figure out what it is. That's um, wild. Yeah. So if it's like, uh, if it's a boy, it'd be like, she wrote down like, this is, this is your son's fucking cock. <laughs> <laughs> she, it's fine. She was gonna quit anyways. <laughs> she was actually fairly old. She said that she had been doing ultrasounds for thirty-eight years. So wow, maybe it was her last day. Sounds fucking miserable. I don't know. People in medical stay there a long time. Like they worked until they're so old, basically till they're till like they're told they can't. They're not allowed to work anymore. Oh, your seems to your, be the trend. Yeah, your body doesn't seem to function. Oh, your your hands are just kind of twerking themselves back and forth. You probably can't do brain surgery anymore. No, it's fine. I can do it with my dick. <laughs> oh my god, my dick's stable. <laughs> my dick don't shake unless, unless I shake it myself. You know my dick don't shake. <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> somebody's dick is just bouncing around in their khakis or their scrubs? Um, should we wrap up? Wrap it up. Thank you for listening to our terrible podcast about kind of being in a band. If you want more of our garbage, you can find us at failuresandfakes.com. Send us an Switching email at contact at failuresandfakes.com. To urine. You can also find us on Instagram at failuresandfakespod. Send us a DM there. That with us. Ask us questions a lot of to be answered blow. on the podcast every Thursday, which is the day that we record. I guess it's not relevant to you because we release it on Tuesdays. But anyway, me I think that's all of our shit. You, uh, you can find some bonus content at uh, what a Night Mode bitch. on YouTube. We just put up Mr. Keith there. Thanks, Mr. Keith. Mr. Keith. Uh, I think oh, God. If you guys would like to check out Dramatical Error, uh, we have four episodes up now. What is it? Dramatical Error? Yeah. What is it? What is it? I'll tell you all about it. Thanks. Please do. It's about Watch reality TV. We actually covered the first four episodes of Tiger King, and we'll be covering the rest of the show, unfortunately, at this point. Um, but yeah, if you want to check that out, leave us a comment, rate, and review on iTunes and all that good shit. That's fun. It's Thanks, TG Fox. And I. It's, it's TJ and I taking it to the le- next level. Yeah. Um, With Angela The, the last oh. episode, we talked about um, uh, what... Carol Baskin's vagina look like. So if you're interested in hearing our thoughts about Carol Baskin's vagina, TJ, I think you described it as ten pounds of ass lube. Uh, it was actually like a liter after oh, you've been okay. fucked in the ass. Okay. Um, a liter of lube and shit and cum coming out of so your butt. So it's like the drippings. Yeah. Like a turkey. You have you have a whole gobs of goop. Oh my fucking god! Awesome. Um, 
I have oh. been Cooper Nichols, and I've been your host. I've been your dad, and I am done being your fuckleberry. Um, <laughs> I've been joined by Kyle Schultz, but I can't hear him because he won't shut the fuck up, so I took out my earbuds. But anyway, here's Kyle Schultz saying bye. Oh, that's what you did? You motherfucker. I've also oh, been joined by Parker fucker. Schultz. Thank you. you. Fucker. I am going to stop saying this. You took out your fucking headphones, you motherfucker. Oh! I have been Tyler Nichols. Check out Dramatical oh, Error. Bye. Plates, fucks. Everybody wants cum. Everybody wants. Everybody wants my. Give me that gush gush. Everybody know my cum. Give me that gush gush. I want some of that good good gush gush. Everybody know. Everybody know how to come. Coming and I'm fucking and I'm sucking and I'm licking and I'm clitting and I'm fuck shit. You see the N word? Logic? Racist. He's biracial. Bobby biracial. I don't know this song as well as I thought I did. No, 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 no. me either. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, bro, let's go. Let's go. So annoying. Like, why? Yeah.